Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your healthcare provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. So how's everyone doing this week? I hope this week's going to be better than last week, probably for most of us as I speak at this point. Yeah, you know, you have your good days, you have your bad days. I do too. Um, But I keep driving and I keep going and just try to make the next day even better than what it was the day before. But... We left off talking about CBD and I kind of broke it down and gave you different uh, types of CBD last week on the last last, uh, episode. So finally we're going to get into the point where it's about the future of CBD industry in 2022, which ends next month, but um, and beyond. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Now this is coming from the Forbes website, like Forbes magazine, but this is from their website. Every industry has its challenges and opportunities. But I believe the CBD industry is in a unique and pivotal position. As a substance that was fairly federally legal before the passage of the 2018 Farm Bill, hemp-derived cannabinoids with no more than 0.3% THC still have a regulatory gray area. This creates a host of novel challenges in financing, marketing, and producing these products. So this creates a host of novel challenges in financing, marketing, and producing these products. But the industry and market are growing incredibly fast. CBD companies are tasked with seizing this opportunity while navigating the significant hurdles. Number one, CBD has become big business and it's set to get much bigger and more diverse. CBD sales in the U.S. hit $4.6 billion in 2020, a massive number just two years after hemp-derived cannabinoids were federally legalized. This growth is only expected to accelerate with two notable forecast projections. So these numbers are going to be going up on CBD itself. CBD companies currently offer a pretty wide range of products. Nevertheless, this diversity will increase as more companies introduce products that hyper-concentrate on each of the over 100 minor cannabinoids found in the hemp plant. Wow. But despite being federally legal, um, it's been observed that CBD companies still have problems obtaining capital and standard services from the banks and other financial uh, institutions, and the ability to market CBD as a safe and effective substance is limited by how the FDA classifies it. And that's where the big problem is, too. 
So see, that's when you have the FDA come out with all these potential hazards. You know, if you take CBD or if you take, uh, you know, marijuana or however you, however you take it, that there's going to be a risk of side effects and unknowns. Doesn't everything in the world that way now? I mean, new medications keep coming out and they're, they have a potential to hurt us in 10 different ways, you know, and I just don't, you know, every, if everything's going to hurt me, why can't I find something that might work? You know what I mean? And if that works, I'm going to do it because it's my body and I'm the one in pain. They're not. So here's what the FDA says. CBD has the potential to harm you and harm can happen even before you become aware of it. CBD can cause liver injury. What doesn't? CBD can affect how other drugs are taking work, potentially causing serious side effects. What doesn't? Use of CBD with alcohol or other drugs that slow brain activity, such as those used to treat anxiety, panic, stress, or sleep disorders, increases the risk of sedation and drowsiness, which can lead to injuries. I'm going to say yes, it could. But with me, I take all those medications at night. So I, I need them to make me drowsy and help me to go to sleep. So, you know, if you're going to be driving, I can say yes, don't take any of those medications. But all those medications are from my doctor and they are for at night only. So, you know, I don't know what to say. But here, the last thing it says, male reproductive toxicity or damage to the fertility in males or male offspring of females may have been exposed. CBD can cause side effects that you might not notice. These side effects should improve when CBD is stopped or when the amount used is reduced. Now, that I would say yes. Um, I know I told you the story on the last week episode, but, you know, I took too much CBD pills, and, yeah, they were too much for me, so I backed down to just one, and it works fine. But changes in alertness, most commonly experienced, like drowsiness or sleepiness. Gastrointestinal distress, most commonly experienced as diarrhea and or decreased appetite. Okay, yes, it does. Changes in mood, most commonly experienced as irritability or agitation. Well, isn't that why I'm taking the, the medications for anxiety, bipolar, panic, and stress? You know, that's why I'm taking those pills. So there is a change in my mood for the better. There are are many important aspects about CBD that we just don't know, such as what happens if you take CBD daily for sustained periods of time, what level of intake triggers the known risks associated with CBD, how do different methods of consumption affect intake, like vaping, topical smoking, or consumption, what is the effect of CBD on the developing brain, such as on children who take CBD? And there are some kids that need it because they have seizures, and and they have found that this stuff works for that. It helps them calm down. And then finally, how does CBD interact with herbs and other plant materials? You know, I've seen some, you know, I can't remember the show. It was on TV. It's like one of those shows like, you know, 2020, investigative ones. And they were talking to that person. I'm not going to say who it was, but they were talking to the person that um, developed this special um, hemp. I think it was hemp oil or something with CBD in it. And it helped this one girl from, you know, the daily seizures that she has all the time. And you could tell there was such a difference after she took it that she was just calm. 
and she was enjoying life. And you know what? What's wrong with that? You know, what's wrong with helping your child? You're going to try to do whatever you can. And if that works, it works. I think the one thing that's holding all this back, you know, is the FDA keeps coming up with things, you know, saying that there's just too many unanswered questions that need to be asked. You know, science, safety, quality of the products containing CBD. You know, like I said in my last episode, there are various um, different types of CBD. So you need to make sure that you uh, investigate, make sure you're getting the right thing. But, you know, here's, here they're talking about what I was just talking about, this, uh, the um, seizures. And they also uh, say here that it helps treat seizures associated with LGX, GS, GSC. And that, I'll make sure I post this up on my um, page, of course. But and then you guys can read what those names are because I'm not going to even try to hack those names. I'll, I'll pronounce them all wrong. But I'll, uh, you know, like I always do, I always put everything up on my Facebook page. So the FDA is concerned that people may mistakenly believe that using CBD can't hurt. So the agency wants to clear that we have seen only limited data about CBD safety and these data point to real risks that need to be considered. I can understand that. And there isn't a lot known about CBD. And there should be more study done on it. And I don't think there's enough of it because, you know, whenever you schedule something to be scheduled one product, you know, it's, it's pretty much stopped at that point in time. I mean, it, you know, they should get out there and try to see that the uh, best things or the best known products out there that do help us. Because eventually, big pharma's you know, we might not have those opiates anymore that we need for the pain because the DEAs, you know, try to put a control on it. I don't know. I need those things, you know, and I don't abuse them. And why take it away from someone that needs it for pain? It just isn't fair. So as part of the drug review and approval process for the prescription drug containing CBD, it was determined that the risks are outweighed by the benefits of the approved drug for the particular population for which it was intended. Consumer use of any CBD products should always be discussed with the healthcare provider. And I always say that. Anytime you want to make a change or, or try something new, you need to talk to your doctor. Consumers should be aware of the potential risks associated with using CBD products. Some of these can occur with, without your awareness such as liver injury, uh, drug interactions with other drugs that you may be taking. You need to be very careful with that. So some of the studies, I guess, they did, they did find that uh, CBD did affect them when they were taking other types of drugs or medications with those. So it says, we are concerned about the potential safety of taking other medic medicines with CBD when not being monitored by a healthcare provider. So see, and also it says, in addition, there is limited research on the interactions between CBD products and herbs or other plant-based products in dietary supplements. So consumers should use caution when combining CBD products with herbs and dietary supplements. Just repeated itself. Also, it can um, damage your male reproductive toxicity. In addition, CBD can be the cause of side effects 
that you might not notice. These side effects should improve when CBD is stopped or when the amount is reduced. This could include changes in alertness, most commonly experienced is sleepiness, but this could also include the insomnia, gastrointestinal distress, most commonly experienced by diarrhea. I'm just repeating things that Rory said earlier. Um, could also have abdominal pain, upset stomach, changes in your mood, and yeah, it's the same things I've already said. So it says right here that the FDA is actively working to learn more about these products out there and how they interact with other products. So see, you really need to do your homework to make sure that you are getting the right product for what it says on the bottle. Um, if you can, if you're able to, take it to your doctor and show him. I mean, I know most doctors don't approve of us patients uh, in the case of using any type of hemp, GHC, or CBD, but some of them are starting to lighten up about that because, you know, there's more studies coming out that it is helping us with those that do have pain. So some of the CBD products are being marketed with unproven medical claims, and that's where you need to be very careful. Unlike the FDA-approved CBD drug product, unapproved CBD products, which could include cosmetics, foods, products marketed as dietary supplements, and any other product, making therapeutic claims have not been subject to the FDA evolution regarding whether they are effective to treat a particular disease or have other effects that may be claimed. In addition, they have not been evaluated by the FDA to determine what the proper dosage is, how they could interact with other drugs or foods, or whether they have dangerous side effects or other medical concerns. Misleading, unproven, or false claims associated with CBD products may lead consumers to put off getting important medical care, such as proper diagnosis, treatment, and supportive care. For that reason, it's important to talk to your doctor about the best way to treat diseases and conditions with available FDA-approved treatment options. And those are kind of going away um, from, you know, going away from us being able to get those medications. You know, you've got the DEA and, and FDA both, you know, trying to uh, limit the amount <clears throat> of opiates the doctors can give us to help us with our pain. So, you know, if that happens, what are we going to be able to turn to? You know, since somebody like myself has been using it since 2004, you know, there's, I'm pretty much, uh, can't be taken off that medication because it's going to cause a lot of issues with, um, me being, going through withdrawals and those kind of things. So you just can't stop me right there in, in the middle of what I've been doing for the longest time. CBD products are also being marketed for pets and other animals. The FDA has not approved CBD for any use in animals, and the concerns regarding CBD products with unproven medical claims and unknown quality equally apply to CBD products marketed for animals. So again, the FDA recommends pet owners talk with the veterinarians about appropriate treatment options for their pets. That's very important to do. So all I can say is until you find out further, please 
talk to your doctor first before using any of these products. So we got some time left. Let's go ahead and recap some of the things I've already talked about. How do I know if my CBD is safe? Although CBD products are widely available, it is hard to know the benefits and risks of CBD and what you're getting with a non-FDA approved CBD. Almost 70% of all CBD products sold online did not contain the amount of CBD stated on the package. Of that, 70% contained less CBD than claimed. That's 26%. And 42% contained more CBD than what it claimed. And 20% of all CBD products studied included in enough unlabeled THC to cause intoxication, especially with children. So how do I know if it's legal? More Americans have access to the CBD than ever before, but the laws can be confusing. For example, did you know the type of cannabis plant CBD comes from determines whether it is, is legal and how it can be sold in the USA? So here's some things that you need to be aware of also. Medical marijuana, federally illegal, only available in medical marijuana states, and you need to be cautioned about this product. And here's why. Cannabis-derived CBD products are considered medical marijuana. Medical marijuana products are not FDA-approved. Products haven't been shown to meet FDA standards for safety and effectiveness or regulated on federal level to ensure consistency or quality. Hemp-derived CBD. Federally legal, but state-by-state state legality unclear. This is what you need to be cautioned about. It is illegal to promote these products for medical or health issues. The FDA has not approved their use in food or beverages. Products haven't been shown to meet FDA standards for safety and effectiveness or regulated on a federal level to ensure consistency or quality. And finally, the FDA approved CBD is available in all states by clinicians prescription. Only FDA-approved medicines can be marketed for FDA-specified medical or health issues. There is only one FDA-approved CBD medicine. FDA-approved medicines are accessible only by a clinical's clinician's prescription in the pharmacy. So what is medical marijuana? Medical marijuana is the use of cannabis to treat disease. Although there is a lack of scientific evidence to support the use of medical marijuana products, they are dispensed to ease disease symptoms. So the bottom line is, like any medicine, CBD products should be evaluated for safety and, and how well they work, as well as required to meet FDA quality standards. The FDA is currently evaluating how to ensure products sold online or in stores are safe for consumers. FDA approval of the first cannabis plant-based medicine for a distinct set of diseases demonstrated how CBD should be studied and evaluate its safety uh, profile and effectiveness for broader consumer use, opening the door to further studies of CBD in the medical conditions. And I hope that is true. Um, you know, I know there's many, with all the the um, investigating I've done about this topic, you know, there's a lot of products out there. And to find the, the right one that works for you is, 
is hard to do. Um, you know, and it's, it, you need to ask somebody that has experience, your doctor, you know, your pain doctor, you know, maybe they can help you. But even though some of these websites have on them showing you what uh, CBDs are good for this or for that, you still need to be very careful because these products may be higher uh, milligrams than what you think, than what it says on the bottle. And, you know, you may <clears throat> end up feeling anxiety and feeling that you can't breathe, issues like that, because it can be very dangerous, uh, which, in fact, it happened to me. So this one site that I'm going to be uh, posting gives you all the information you need. It's And it's the straight facts on CBD. It gives you a bunch of, um, bunch of study, um, I guess study pages for you to look into it, to read what it says on this. Because this, this place here, um, where I'm getting this site from, um, has everything pretty much the way it should be. To where, you know, you can say what they're giving you the information that it is, uh, true. And you can go by what they're saying because it, yeah. They give it straightforward out there and tell you what's good and what isn't and to be very careful. And that's where I stand. All right. Well, I hope this CBD episode plus last week's episode can give you some understanding of CBD and how it works and what the good things are about it and the bad things. But I want to thank you for being a listener. I want to thank you for being part of this podcast. I really appreciate it all the things that you do and all the things that you mean to me with this site to keep it going. And I'm so grateful. You guys have a great week and I'll talk to you later. Bye. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources such as product reviews that I have discussed today can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.